Welcome to Illinois Family Spotlight, a conversation about faith, family, freedom, the state of Illinois, our nation, and conservative action. Here's David Smith and Monty Larrick. During this special edition of Illinois Family Spotlight, David Smith, the Executive Director of Illinois Family Institute and Illinois Family Action, joined Stephanie Trussell for a conversation that took place during a recent broadcast of the Stephanie Trussell Show on WLS 890 AM. During this first segment, Dave and Stephanie discuss a local church now under fire from LGBT activists and the lack of leadership that led to Democrats gaining even more ground in Illinois. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. Welcome, welcome. This is the season. It's all about Jesus. I'm so excited to have like this bonus uh, Saturday right before Christmas. It's going to be all Christmas music and themes from here until the end of the year. Uh, I, I tell you, it doesn't reflect the weather outside. It's kind of gray, but at least it's not cold. I guess we got some snow coming, but this is one of the best times of the year. Hang, hang in. I'm Stephanie Trussell, and later on, I hope to squeeze in the time to talk about my Thanksgiving and my Pinterest personal fails and what my attempt to contribute to my Thanksgiving dinner. Well, it's what better way to start off this season than with David E. Smith of Illinois Family. Welcome to the Stephanie Trussell Show. Welcome back. Hello, Stephanie. How are you? I can't complain. Yay. Now, are, are your Christmas decorations up, David? Yeah, you know what? We, it's a beautiful day, and so my Christmas decorations, which are Mary, Joseph in the manger, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the angel hanging above, yes, they're up. Very good. Yeah, some people have started off, I mean, there were people I know that had it up weeks ago, and I wasn't that ambitious. We just moved in March. I can't even find half our stuff, but we were dedicated. My husband put a lot of stuff out today, and I'm looking for a manger scene because we finally have a big yard on a busy street that everybody can see it, so that's one of the things that I am starting searching for and so it's it's the best time of the year so exciting to the lights and and what it's all about and we're not going to let them try to change what christmas is all about there's fearless fearless people like you and myself they're going to remind everybody it's all about jesus and giving and just the definition of his name is love and i i don't know david i I, as you you as a pastor i certainly don't envy you trying to in your effort to live the bible um and 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 interpret what's in the bible and then when you have people in this political correct world they're trying to be politically correct they're trying to be pc instead of jc when you have a pastor you know you've got a pastor that's just doing what he's supposed to do here in chicago 
he had a, a church member that repeatedly showed up, show, showed up That's to church, right. dressed in, in the article. It said dressed, dressed like a tra- transgender. No, he was dressed like a woman. He wasn't. I don't That's know what right. a transgender is or whatever. What, how is that dressed? So he addresses that issue to, to this church member. And of course, are we surprised that the LGBTQ XYZ question mark and hashtag and all that other stuff came after this guy? What is he supposed to do? I watched that video, the pastor explained, because, of course, he was getting attacked, saying, hey, you know, uh, transgenders and cross-dressers need Jesus, too. And that, that of course, is absolutely right. true. true. Right. But here's the thing is, the, the pastor and the church leadership came to this young man multiple times and said, you cannot wear cross-dressing clothes. You cannot pretend to be a woman in our church. Mm-hmm. You have to dress respectfully and, you know, obey the church dress codes. Which is biblical, you know, because yes. Scripture says men should not dress like women. I'm sorry, no clingers allowed. And, and for some reason, David, people that aren't familiar with the Bible, they think the Bible is this old book that's not relevant to, the, to today. Anything that's going on today, God saw this coming. It's in the Bible, and he's very clear about certain parts of our life that you cannot question what he meant or how we should interpret it. It's in the Bible. When you have rules right. at a church, the same way I'm sure at church you can't come in with a keg of beer and start drinking at the church, you have rules... <laughs> you know, that apply. And so when you try to enforce the rules, suddenly you're attacked. And that's very sad. I'm, I'm guessing that uh, Pentagon and Satan worship uh, jewelry is probably out too, right? So, exactly. You know, Deut- Deuteronomy 22 verse 5 says, and I'm going to read from the New International Year version. It says, a woman must not wear men's clothing, nor a man wear women's clothing for the Lord your God detests anyone who does this. So um, the, the church leadership is, is upholding their biblical values here and saying, this is our standards. Now, he even explained that, pastor explained, look, you go outside of our building, you can do what you ever want. It's your life. But when you come into our building and want to be a member of our church, there's certain rules you have to uh, you know, maintain and sustain. And if you don't, we're going to ask you to leave. And so the backstory there, which people have to understand, is he was repeatedly warned. Mm-hmm. And finally, they had to, you know, drop the gauntlet, you know, say, all right, that's it. See ya. You're out. Because the church is welcome. To, we're all dirty sinners saved by grace on this side of paradise. We know that. But the church is where you go to be reformed and leave their old ways that's behind. Right. And my pastor always says, if, if your faith hasn't changed you, your faith hasn't saved you, you're supposed to be coming to this church Amen. trying to figure out how to get closer well, to God, not trying to change their rules. And any church that will leave you in your sin and leave you there, it's not worth attending. You're supposed to be striving to be like Jesus. And so no, none of us are going to make that, but right. we can get close and closer and closer. <laughs> you know, and we what we have to do is support pastors like this because you know he got a lot of hate mail. You know he was right. just vilified on social media. And that's what we need, more fearless Christians. more Because it's easy to be a Christian, all reserved and calm. But when you're facing adversity, you need to support other um, Christians that are taking that's it on right. the front line because they're attacking our values. It may not be us today, but it will be us tomorrow. And that's just really sad. And I don't know, speaking of tomorrow, I'm trying to look ahead, David. David, it was a little hard. Still licking my wounds from um, the midterms. But we live in Illinois, David, and, cool. and we, we're kind of used to this. We wake up all the time the day after Election Day with horrible leaders. But we, we were a little right. bit more hopeful this time, thinking this will be the day this is going to... And you know, David, you and I had an opportunity to really get to know some of these people that we asked them to, to run, that we yeah. say, we always say normal That's people right. that are great, good character, um, Christians, family. I mean, everything checking every box. But some of those people just, they, they didn't win. And you're trying to understand, wh- wh- how do we keep telling these people to come out and we don't can't get people to vote for them? 
Well, that's that's the problem is uh, we, we think that Donald Trump is in the office and he's doing great as far as policy goes and directions and appointing people, you know, to judgeships and justices. So we just take our foot off the accelerator and say, OK, I don't have to worry anymore. And that's, of course, the wrong answer, because we have some serious problems here in Illinois yes. when it comes to the leadership in the General Assembly. And we've gone from really bad to even worse. <laughs> I don't know what to think, David. When you look at J.B. Prisker, who has promised to what? Um, legalize marijuana. And there's talk right. of him in this this um, commuter tax. And I keep thinking, David, maybe. Yeah, the- you know what? But rest assured, they're going to stop kids from getting soda pop. Right. But you, you know what? Yeah, they're yeah. going to make sure that kids are going to have access I, to marijuana. I, how I, you, I don't understand. Marijuana. I don't get it. So, David, do you think that people that voted for J.B. Prisker, do they get some secret code email to them or text so they don't have to pay the extra tax? taxes and fees that everybody else is going because I don't understand why you would vote for that knowing what this guy is about they must get some kind of inside wink wink and you it won't be for the people that voted for him and the future just seems so bleak with him as our leader of this of the state but again we've had one bad governor after another well the good news is this this is what I'm saying well, you got some good well, news great the, the- the, the liberals are going to have total ownership of this now. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have they're, – they're piloting the Hindenburg, and it's just about to hit that uh, spark, and it's going to go down in flames. And they are going to have total ownership of this economy. We're already early bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're going to be soon fiscally. But, you know, to your point earlier, though, you said that um, we had a lot of good people running. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say to you, we didn't have enough good you're people. Right. In the key spots. Here, you, you're right. going to almost 50 mm-hmm. percent of the state lawmakers were unchallenged. Isn't this that crazy? Around. Under Ronner's leadership. And that's one of the many issues that we had with Ronner is that key positions were left on. Uh, didn't even put a candidate there. And the one guy, right. um, Yerkes, that had to run as a write in because right. he, he let a Nazi run like we need that bad press as a Republican Party. Uh, it's just that Ronner, you know, right. He, he really didn't do what we wanted him to do. And that's lead the, the party. You're right. We did not have they enough. Good people. The Republican yeah. Party of Illinois was a wall. They didn't show up. They didn't do the vote by mail. J.B. Pritzker put $171 million of That's his crazy. own dollars That's into this crazy. race. Oh and of course, then all, all the other independent expenditure packs were able to put money into the state races. Right. You know, in, in going after people like Peter Breen and Tom Morrison and Tonya Curry with $750,000 with two for, weeks left. For a state race. Campaign. And you know yeah. what? And we, we got to talk about Madigan having all this money to pour into these races, too, because once right. J.B. Right. freed up all that money, and you think about, you said $170 million David. Yes. So, you know, Democrats always act like they're so um, philanthropic and they feed the blind and, and cure lepers with their money. What could he have done with 170 something million dollars if he really wanted to help a community? Well, and here's the kicker, though, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. It's for a position that only pays one hundred and seventy one thousand dollars a year. So, wh- so what's that about? It's unbelievable. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. Well, we're talking to David Smith. Hold him over for the next segment. We've got so much to talk about. We're going to talk about what are you grateful for in this season? And we go from being thankful, go right into the season of greed. Give me, give me, give me and, and pushing grandma over trying to get a TV at the Walmart. But I, I didn't suffer from any of that. I just had nothing. You get to the point, you just, you, it looks foolish to you. You know, I used to do it back when we were had no money and I wanted to get the um, 
Buzz Lightyear for one of my boys or something, and I coordinate with a bunch of moms. You're a, you're a Toys R Us. You're over here. Okay, get this, get that. But I'm just, I guess I'm just too old. We're going to be right back um, talking to David Smith of Illinois Family Institute. There's got to be good news for us in Illinois that have just, we, we're staying back to fight the good fight. And David, you're so close to Indiana. I'm just going to look up one day. You're going to be Illinois. You're going to be Indiana Family Institute. I'm going to say, what happened? They sucked them in. Back right after this. Don't move a muscle. This is a special edition of Illinois Family Spotlight. David Smith and Stephanie Trussell continue their conversation after this. Your end-of-year support is vital for the work of the Illinois Family Institute. Hi, I'm Kathy Valenti. Your donation will help IFI protect life, as well as advance family values and religious liberty in Illinois. And thanks to a generous challenge, all donations will be matched dollar for dollar up to $100,000 through December 31st. So please act today and have your gift to IFI double. Remember the matching challenge runs through December 31st. All donations to the Illinois Family Institute are tax deductible. To give, please call 708-781-9328-708-781-9328 or visit IllinoisFamily.org. This is Dan Proft with 60 Seconds of Sanity for Upstream-Ideas.com. The path to putting a Democrat in the White House runs through God. That's not me saying God favors Republicans. That's potty mouth DNC Chairman Tom Perez saying God's faithful, disapprove of Tom's faithful, because of biblical instruction on pesky issues like life and death. Quoting from Perez's comments on the clergy, that person on the pulpit is saying, ignore everything else that this person, Trump, has done and is doing. We have to focus on one issue of Roe v. Wade. And people buy it because that's their only source. Perez is at once troubled by Americans who think checks and balances apply to the judicial branch, and life is a gift from God not to be easily discarded. Perez is additionally unnerved by churchgoers who lean on spiritual leaders working from Western civilization's source material, rather than finding their righteous footing from Sister Maddow's Jeremiads. The short of it is Tom Perez would like you to stop attending church because it puts a real crimp in the ability of Democrats to make the state your God. Thanks for joining this special edition of Illinois Family Spotlight, featuring a conversation between David Smith and Stephanie Trussell from a recent broadcast of her WLS 890 AM radio program. So every Saturday, 3 to 6, I'm live and local. It's Christmas season, so lots of Christmas music between now and um, the end of the year. If you miss any of the show, the podcast is always up a couple hours after the show ends. It's WLSAM.com. It's a great way to catch up on the podcast, but it's also a great way to take me with you if you don't listen on the regular organic radio or go to iHeartRadio. I am on the line with David Smith, and we just had Thanksgiving, and many of us are still trying to figure out what to do with the 
leftovers. So yeah, by Saturday, my husband's ready to cook a whole new genre of food, and, and we're done with Thanksgiving. So I'll have something else when I get home. But I got to tell you what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for a couple in Lyle that I met the mom when our kids were three in preschool. And even though I'd grow, grown up knowing who Jesus was and having a sense of religion because I went to a religious school, nobody had simply opened the Bible and just read the Bible right out, you know, what the words meant. And then eventually um, Grace uh, Walkis and eventually her husband baptized me um, December, November 1st, 1998. So I'm grateful for that couple that showed me um, just about the love of Jesus and I just spread the word and all that. But I'm also grateful for what God has given me as far as a family. And I look at all my four adult children and I don't take for granted that they all work very hard. No one thinks that they, they're owed anything. No one thinks that they can't be whatever because a black man can't make it in this world. Somehow they managed to escape that somehow because they've been listening to conservative talk radio, whether they wanted to or not, was they drove along with me to and from games and wherever else I had to take them. So I, I thought about that recently that even though I was arguing with my son, my one just unapologetic liberal and 25 years old in Arizona. He was arguing with me as he was doing his job. I could just hear him, the, the noise of him working so hard. And that's when I said, God, I haven't thanked you for having, you know, healthy kids that are, um, even though, you know, a couple of them, I'm giving them a couple more years before they figure it out because I didn't become a conservative until I was 28. So I'm giving them a little bit more time. But I'm just grateful for my family that we have and we can all get together and not talk politics at all. So, David, what are you thankful for? Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Stephanie. Uh, well, first of all, i got to thank God for my wife. We've oh, yes. uh, been married uh, uh, 24 years, oh, and, uh, we, we're, we're, you know, she is a very patient person. I've got a crazy schedule <laughs> yes. most of the time, and, of and course, all my kids, and I've got seven of them. Amazing. Yeah, just great uh, I'm kids. also very grateful that the Republican Party kept the U.S. Senate because of all the appointments that uh, President Trump is still going to be able to make, and Nancy Pelosi won't be able to hold those up. Including, you know, the, the federal the federal courts hear over 350,000 cases a year. Now we keep our eyes on the Supreme Court, which only hears about 80 to 90 cases a year. Mm. So uh, the federal courts. courts are really, right, really right. important. I'm also very thankful for the great Supreme Court decisions that came down earlier this year, mm -hmm. and I'm grateful for a guy named Michael Liddell. You might know him as the My Pillow guy. Yes, he just gave a million dollars for a pro life movie called Unplanned. And so we do have good guys with great wealth on our side. And uh, But of course, we have so many other things that we're trying to do with that money mm -hmm. um, than just politics. The, the liberals, by the way, J.B. Pritzker is going to be the richest politician in America. He even beats out Donald Trump oh, wow. on okay. the Forbes list yep, wow. when he takes office. And this is a man that removed toilets from his home so that he could pay lower taxes on his home. But that's the kind of character that they... And I'm uh, not thankful for him, but right, you know, not, we're, not I'm going to pray for him anyway. You know, it's just, it's really, sometimes it's hard to be uh, hopeful and, and encouraged when you live in a state like Illinois. But again, we just, when we're in events, uh, David, and you and I that go out to these different opportunities where we're really interacting with not only people that are candidates, but just regular people that are here for the same reason. They love the state of Illinois and they're so hopeful that we're going to be able to do something to turn this ship around. And I'm just in between the commercial. I'm looking at a, a, a sometimes from the other day and um, they're talking about violence and Father Flager, I'm sure he's one of your favorite. He's your role model, I'm sure. <laughs> he says that he's tired of looking at babies and children in caskets. It's like, David, wouldn't it be something if they had to bury every a baby killed in abortion and right. how many funerals that would be? And would he, would he be tired of looking at that? And he talks about it disproportionately affecting 
the south and west sides. But we don't talk about the abortion clinics that are put in our neighborhood, in black neighborhoods, in brown neighborhoods, where I, I, I keep saying they target black people before we even get eyelashes. But they, they're always trying. We have receipts that Klan Parenthood is racist, but they're always still trying to say the Republican Party is racist and Trump is racist. And that message is just, you know, I, I'm going to keep beating that drum that that's we need to expose. I can't believe it, David. This week I had an opportunity. I went to New York City. I'll talk about that later. But I was with a woman educated uh, and she's a Democrat, but she had she didn't know that Margaret Sanger what her intentions were and why she started Planned Parenthood. And that's why I realized that's I got to right. say that as much as I can, because people that are very well educated and, and traveled and everything, and they're Democrats and they are, they're Catholic or whatever they are. They don't know that this woman started to keep black people from overpopulating the United States. That's right. It was to get rid of the quote unquote Und- undesirables. undesirables. And, and eugenics is the name of the game. Same thing, by the way, uh, it was, wasn't it Margaret Sanger stuff that uh, Hitler took up? Yes, and yes. To put into practice, yep. and, and people so, don't know that. I don't understand. It's like we got to keep saying it because you know what it is, David. They have such a bigger voice, so many more opportunities to get their message out. They beat us on messaging because we simply don't have as many um, opportunities to tell to tell the truth and share it. But we just got to be loud and unapologetic about it, and it's just phenomenal. Now, that's why we love you, Stephanie. Oh, like goodness, I'm looking forward to next month. David's going to be in studio with Jasmina and Yvonne. We're going to have so much fun this this the Saturday before Christmas. I just love this time of year to have people come into the studio. It's just such a better energy. Now tell everybody about your website and how they should donate. Just put a reoccurring 10 bucks. You don't have to think about it. And if you do it on like a, a credit card, did you get points for it? And you're just getting points. And it's just, <laughs> and you know that there's so many um, organizations that you're not sure of where the money's going. Even certain big yeah. organizations that only 90, 90% goes to administrator costs, 10% goes to cost. I'm telling you word of mouth. I'm telling you what I know, not word of mouth, that this organization, Illinois Family, is out there doing the work and you're wondering, where could I put my money? Tell them how they could donate where they can go and get information. Well, IllinoisFamily.org is our website. Please go visit there. From there, you can get to our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, our Twitter page, Instagram. You know, we're all over the place trying to promote things. Uh, in fact, we just posted a, a new story on our YouTube page, uh, a woman who grew up as a child bride in mm. Iran. And oh, escaped. that was so good. Oh, my yes. goodness, yes. I saw that. Did you watch I, that? Oh, I think I was in um, Texas at the border when I watched that in my hotel room. That, that's a story that we just... Just do not hear enough of the left. Will, right. She'll never be on MSNBC or sitting on a panel at, at CNN. They don't no, want to hear her she's, story. She's warning about Sharia and mm-hmm. Islam and, and saying, don't let it happen here. Right. And they don't take over all in one day and say today is to real law. It's, it's the same process that you boil a frog with. You're just slowly turning up the heat and we look up because nobody wants to offend anybody about oh, their policies or Sharia law. This is a land of laws and that's what it's all about. And anybody who doesn't understand what Donald J. Trump is doing at the border, that's, that, that's up to you. Something's seriously wrong with you. Just protecting American citizens from invaders. And we just have that's to, right. and that's what I love about him. He just keeps doing what has to be done. He knows that he's going to be attacked by the left and now you know what judge roberts surprise surprise once again dagger in the back he gets attacked from both sides but he doesn't care he keeps doing what has to be done and that's why i support him and i can't wait for 2020 and 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 i don't know about you david i have a crystal ball do you do you see hillary and biden fighting it out for the nomination that would be so much fun could we be that lucky I hope so. <laughs> I do, too. I just cannot wait. Does Hillary have another cycle in her as they put her in and out of the SUV? Oh, that would be brutal to watch. Let's make sure we tie her shoes on real tight if she's back out there on the campaign. David E. Smith, Illinois Family, one of my favorite organizations, one of my favorite people. Look forward to seeing you, you in December. Thank you. 
David Smith, and Stephanie Trussell during a recent broadcast of Stephanie's program on WLS 890 AM. Dave is a monthly guest on her show, which airs every Saturday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Please support the work of the Illinois Family Institute. To give, call 708-781-9328, 708-781-9328, or click Contribute at IllinoisFamily.org. And through December 31st, all donations to IFI will be matched dollar for dollar up to $100,000. Remember, your gift to IFI is tax deductible. And please tell a friend about Illinois Family Spotlight. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to Illinois Family Spotlight. For more information, please visit us at ifiaction.org and look for us on Facebook and Twitter. If you would like to email us questions or comments, please do so at feedback at ifiaction.org. Until next time, stay engaged and keep your eyes on the prize.